In a relay race, passing the baton properly from one player to the other is just as important as the speed of the individual runners. Make an improper pass and you get disqualified. Similarly, our customer's transformational journey is enabled by specialists, both internal and partners, and relies on effective communication, comprehensive handover, and seamless collaboration. Between SAP, partners, and the customers, every step of the way. To illustrate this very point, I have not one, but two very special guests that represent two distinct points in the customer's transformational journey. The Phyllis brothers, Steve and Mark Phyllis. As always, my name is Akshi Mola and I'm a Senior Business Development Specialist at SAP S4HANA Solution Management and Go-To-Market. And you're listening to SAP Experts Podcast. My first guest, Steve Phyllis, has a passion for people and technology. Hence, he has spent his entire professional career at SAP as a solution advisor, supporting customers in their digital transformation journey by leveraging the business technology platform. Steve is a loving husband and proud father of two and holds a bachelor's degree in IT from the University of South Florida. His brother Mark Phyllis is a thought leader on streamlining business processes and simplification with over eight years of management consulting experience. He is currently a business architecture and strategy director at SAP and has over 18 large-scale SAP implementations and upgrades across the globe under his belt. I look forward to learning more about both of their unique perspectives and how their respective roles collaborate to ensure seamless end-to-end -end innovation for our customers. All of that on this episode of SAP Experts Podcast. Welcome, Steve and Mark, to the SAP Experts Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast with you, Akshi. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, well, Steve and Mark, this episode is a bit different for me as a host, and that is because this is the first time I don't have one but two guests. So, why don't we start things differently, too? I want to begin with you two introducing yourselves in your own words. So we will be starting with Steve. So the first thing I'll say actually is we promise not to bully you, right? We will not double team you. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll go ahead and start off. So I started my journey here at SAP as an intern. When I graduated, I became a solution advisor on our platform and technology unit which is now known as the Business Technology Platform Group. And obviously, we at SAP love to use three-letter acronyms, so yes. I'll be referring to it as BTP. Okay. But, you know, since becoming a solution advisor, I've primarily been focusing on how our customers can leverage our BTP solutions to um, help them with their digital transformation journey. And with our acquisitions with uh, Signavio and enhancing our BPI suite, I, I'm now a BPI champion, which we'll talk a little bit about furthermore. So I'll let Mark do his introduction. Yes. Um, my journey to SAP is a little bit different. 
So eight years ago, uh, my previous employer shipped all new college hires to India for nine weeks oh, wow. for cultural training and awareness and SAP boot camp. And uh, when we returned back to the States, I perfected what is infamously known as the head bob. This is where <laughs> the head shake, <laughs> you're familiar. This is where no equals no, but no can also equal yes. Or a maybe. Or a maybe, yeah. And I also got certified in SAP MM. And, you know, once SAP is on your resume, it's kind of locked and loaded, and that kind of sets the trajectory for your career. So since then, I've supported various strategic and technical initiatives with SAP as the main ecosystem until I landed a role of a lifetime to join SAP as a business architect. So here I am. Here you are. Newly minted SAP resource. And we are so happy to have you on board, Mark. So what I just heard from your introductions, first and foremost, Steve, you and I have a very, very similar beginning at SAP. We both began as interns and then we were both on the same cohort of SAP Pre-Sales Academy. So Steve, you and I, we were both brought in and taught a certain approach to customer success. This was inculcated within us. And this not only happened in the academy, but it also carried forward in the field. That we had to become trusted advisors to the customers. We needed to know what their true goals were. What were their actual challenges? What kept them up at night? Things like that. That was our approach to customer success. So Steve, I would like to start with your approach to pre-sales and contrast that with Mark's consultant business architect perspective. So, Steve, how do you become the customer's trusted advisor? That's a great question. And actually, in order to answer that, I think we have to maybe even take it a step back for a second. Because when you think about the term pre-sales, it leads one to think that our engagement occurs only in the pre-sales phase Mm -hmm. of a customer journey, right? And if we think about the world today, that's just not how it works. No. We must engage with our customers throughout the entire life cycle of our customers to ensure success. Hence, I'm not a pre-sales engineer. I'm Mm -hmm. a solution advisor. Absolutely. And for that reason... You know, my job is to not only show customers how the solution solves their problems, but to ensure that customers are truly adapting and consuming the solutions that help their business run better. So, you know, I make sure that customers are aware of the capabilities of the solutions as obviously we're constantly innovating, we're constantly changing. So that's how I earn ultimately you know, that title of being a trusted advisor for our customers. Very well said. And I like, Steve, that you said that we might be called pre-sales. There might be a pre in there, but that does not mean that solution advisor's job ends prior to the sales. That's not true. We are the trusted advisor and we guide the customer throughout their transformational journey. So with that, I would like to move on to you, Mark, in the traditional sense. Sales, pre-sales, the VAT team, they have set the stage. They have done their work. Now, the customer also has a vision. All that has been said and done, and now it's all on you. So how do you, as a consultant and as a business advisor, go from making that vision into a reality? Yeah, that, that's a good point. So in a forever changing and rapidly evolving world, 
world, we see kind of the market shifts today. They're calling it an accelerated economy, mm. right? So now more than ever, we need to continuously reimagine business capabilities of an enterprise in line with the corporate strategy and vision. And I really want to stress that in line with the corporate strategy and vision, because before you get on any type of strategic or technical uh, initiative, it's really imperative that it aligns to that corporate strategy or vision. So whether we're having conversations about technical disruptions, increasing competition, environmental impact, geopolitical change, or just a new global norm like we mm -hmm. had today with COVID, uh, everything is really set at the foundation. And that foundation is that business architecture. That's the blueprint that provides kind of this common understanding between an organization's enterprise business model and strategy and the business functionality of the enterprise. Uh, so this will help kind of, I would say, streamline and rationalize like that enablement process. And that's kind of the path or approach to customer success. Wonderful. So what we heard right now is whether it's Steve, you in pre-sales being a trusted advisor, or it is Mark translating the vision, or I liked what you said, providing that blueprint of that vision into the reality. Both of these are very, very indispensable aspects of the customer's transformational journey. And at SAP, we offer a holistic on the customer's terms as well as timeline transformation to an intelligent enterprise. And of course, I'm talking about Rise with SAP. So this is a guided approach towards business transformation. So with that said, what does Rise with SAP mean to you and your role? I'll be starting with Steve. And Steve, how do you leverage it to provide value to our customers? Well, when you think about a digital transformation, there's a lot to consider, right? Um, customers think about how are their processes today and what that will look like in the cloud or what's going to happen to their customization or is their ERP flexible enough to adjust mm -hmm. to quick changes, last second changes, right? Last second notice. So what we find is with Rise with SAP, it helps our customers answer all of those questions by providing that holistic approach to the business transformation as a service. How about you, Mark? How do you use Rise with SAP to help you or rather help your customers connect the dots of their digital transformation? So for me, you know, as a newbie, uh, I've been drinking through the fire hose the last <laughs> month and a half now, learning about Rise and the offering that it brings. And I think I like to bring it down to a very simplistic approach. You know, mm -hmm. when we talk about digital transformation, it's really about institutionalizing change, right? For many of our organizations, these changes in this journey to an intelligent enterprise can be very daunting and steep, right? So when I think of Rise with SAP is more like a new way of working towards an intelligent enterprise with SAP and our partners providing a service every step of the way. So essentially, we can hold our customers' hands throughout the entire journey towards an intelligent enterprise. That's kind of how I put my uh, own point of view on what RISE means for SAP and our customers. And I think that's the key piece there, right, is holding our customers' hands along the way of the journey. That's Absolutely. something different, I would say, from the past. And 
when we're thinking about a digital transformation, it's a critical aspect of that. I absolutely agree because like Mark, you rightly said, this could be a very, very daunting task for any company, right? You have so many systems. Companies have, you know, you, you can have established systems that have gone ages or you could have a completely new uh, enterprise. And they're absolutely, they, they don't even have, say, if there's a procurement transformation, just to give an example. And if the company is running Excel, to take that, and to bring in self-service requisitioning, we can't just be throwing around words which, which might scare the customer away. They say, wait, what do you mean? Wait, you're telling me there will be a cart, a shopping cart, and anybody can buy anything? It's that easy? That is actually scary to me. Where's the compliance? So we need to have more empathy to the customers and Rise with this SAP is one of the tools to enable us to do that, to hold their hand through their transformational journey. On that note, as SAP, speaking of how daunting transformation can be, we serve all lines of business and all 26 industries, and they all have their unique needs, right? And we have customers who use SAP extensively, or maybe in some fashion, maybe an offering or two. And there are those customers who are our prospective customers who may have some other backend, maybe completely net new customers. So Mark, explain the difference in your approach, if any, between net new versus SAP customers' journey towards digital transformation. You kind of talked about it. It's an extremely daunting task when you talk about digital transformation. Greenfield implementation, brownfield implementation, hub and spoke model, Mm -hmm. what what goes out, where in the journey does that happen? And I hate to use the consultant cliche, it depends, but there are several internal and external factors that can heavily weigh on an approach. Um, I want to kind of take that question and go big picture, because when we talk about digital transformation, you know, part of a CIO's role in their thinking is really balancing effectiveness versus efficiency of an IT organization, right? Mm -hmm. So what is effectiveness? Effectiveness is like, making sure all the people in my organization are better at what they do, right? Being able to produce a sales order or to buy something. Uh, Efficiency is reducing the cost per transaction. So maybe some automation or RPAs or something that I can introduce. So these digital initiatives are what fuels the need to optimize, which is to bring effectiveness or the need to standardize, which is to bring efficiency. But one of the biggest challenges that customers are facing in their digital transformation is redesigning their business processes. And this is where you introduce that that concept or that discussion that we were just having that I'm Steve's an expert in around business transformation as a service because these are one of the core areas that we see when customers are going through their journey is when we're trying to plug and play technologies with old or inefficient processes, or we put in new processes, but those processes don't get properly adopted, then this affects the effectiveness of the deployment or the implementation, which ultimately impacts the customer success story. So BPI plays a big role here. And this is, you know, down Steve's lane, so I won't steal his thunder. But that's that's effectively what you need. Absolutely. Now, Steve, since uh, Mark has already brought it up, 
And you spoke about those three-letter acronyms at SAP. So what is BPI and what role does it play in digital transformation for our current customers, for net new customers? So business process intelligence, also known as BPI, is fundamental when we think about a customer's journey through a digital transformation. Because one of the things that you must consider, and Mark just highlighted it, is the actual business process. Mm -hmm. What you'll find sometimes with organizations is like when something is going wrong, when a system is going slow, they automatically assume it's the technology. But through understanding the business process, you find that it's deeper than that, right? So SAP is a business process technology company. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, we started off with understanding that we have to understand your business process to curate the best technology for you. So we've always been, we've always understood how customers execute their processes within SAP. What we did with our acquisition with Signavio is we took it up another level, where now we're able to expand and give a holistic view of your end-to-end business process, whether that's within SAP or outside of SAP. And when we think about a digital transformation and business processes being key to that, understanding them, that's where we find a lot of value with BPI for our customers. And can I interject, Steve, with a consultant kind of point of view? Uh, because Please. remember when, when, um, when you showed me kind of the tool and how it works, I was salivating at the mouth, so excited because of some <laughs> testimonies I've told you in the past. Uh, it's, it's sometimes important to understand, you know, especially as a consultant, we always talk about best practice, leading trends, leading practices, whatever. Some, some people use those interchangeably. Um, we always talk about that. And when we get to the customer site and we have we conduct these workshops, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we prep with stakeholder meetings. We get as is process flows. We get everything ready to go. And, you know, the focus is the to be, not the as is. So we go in with, hey, these are the best practices. These are the industry adoptions. This is what you need. Everyone shakes their hand. They agree. They sign off on the document, right? Right. But then when we get to the actual testing and we're very close to deployment and we're bringing in real business users, we always come to learn that there are things that were missed. Yes. and what, what you come to find or learn is when we rely on business users at a point of time to sit through a, an eight-hour workshop and really understand what the business process is, things can easily be left out. But if we're using a, a tool or an application that's going to give us that insight and prepare us before the workshop, we're able to come in and talk about this is what we're seeing you're doing transactionally, not what we see on a paper that may be outdated, you know, mm-hmm. from a very long time ago. So what I love about BPI is not only we can do an assessment on your business processes as, as a capability, pre-implementation, during the implementation, we can use that to, to do comparative analysis on where you stand as it relates to the industry best practice and what you need to make adjustments. But then post-implementation, we can use that same tool now to track and monitor and build KPIs against your business process excellence. And this is that continuous innovation and that Mm. continuous visibility that you're going to get 
which I mean, for me, if you can't tell right now, I'm excited about it. So, <laughs> and, and while you were describing that, Mark, the image that com- kept coming back in my mind was like having your own digital transformation personal trainer. When you have your own personal trainer, they weigh you and every day they look at your nutrition. They say, okay, what's going on, where your mind is at, and they make the changes as you go, right? Uh, just like yeah. we as humans, we every day is different for us. Same things can be happening with companies and we want to capture that data in real time and make the changes right there and then in real time as well. And Actually, we, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's perfect. We need to bring you on to the BPI team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am SAP. So yes, we are all one at SAP. We are all about building bridges and not silos. And you mentioned on the topic of, you know, building bridges and not silos, uh, we have to understand the customer's business process. We have to have a holistic view, right? But hold that thought. You two are brothers and you two hold different roles within SAP. Both sides are equally important to the customer's digital transformation journey. But while we're talking about building that understanding with customers, what kind of understanding do we have internally? While having distinct responsibility, one of the questions that often arises is, oh, I wish the other side understood me better. I wish they could just see, have a sneak peek into my challenges. Uh, so I will start with Mark on this one. I want to tap into your prior experience as a consultant. You know, you coming in from the, that external standpoint, what do you wish? Have you ever wished something was different or anything you would approach differently to further improve the customer's outcomes? I, I think... Uh... Hindsight, looking back, many of the strategic initiatives that I've been involved in, you know, it's been very SI led. Mm. And sometimes, especially with this cutting edge technology, uh, we need to play better partners or collaborators with uh, SAP and knowing what where this product is in terms of its roadmap and where we envision it for the future. Um, and, you know, so many different engagements, so many different implementations, it's hard to keep in track. But one thing that I've noted since I've joined the CNO, I know prior to me coming, we have a new organization that is dedicated to align with our partners. And when we talk about rise with SAP, it's not just SAP, it's SAP and SAP's partners. Mm-hmm. And I think that focus is going to enable better and more collaborative approach that's going to allow us to focus on the customer success as one, you know, and, and I think, you know, everything can't be entirely perfect in a perfect world. Everyone will have the right information at the right time. Right. But what we can do is at least uh, build the, that connection and that bridge, you know, to start this dialogue and making sure that, you know, we are being more intentional about making Having, having us all included in the success story is what I would say, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Having everybody included in the success story. And I can hear, Steve, you're aching to say something. So have you ever worked with partners <laughs> in the past? And uh, anything you wish the other side understood better or anything you would have done differently? So as, as, we're, as you were kind of pointing this out and I was listening to Mark's comments, I think... My perspective is similar, right? If we really think about what our customers need, especially when we think about a digital transformation, it's more so around the, we need to make sure that we continue to collaborate and that there's a cohesiveness, right? Between SAP and our partners. 
And that's what we're doing. And that's what we've been doing. And we continue to put an emphasis on that. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about ensuring, ensuring that our customers are aware that SAP and our partners, we're lockstep in our approach to their success, right? That's what drives us, right? That's what drives our partners. That's what drives SAP. And even if we think about Rise with SAP, that's the thought. That's right. the reason why it's in play, right? So um, it's more so about having that cohesiveness, mm-hmm. having the collaboration between the two. And we are one in front of the customer. Yes. Absolutely, That's absolutely. Uh, yeah, I really like the fact that you're saying that we are one because at the end of the day, the common goal is customers' transformational success. And right. when you have a common goal, empathy comes easy. Collaboration comes easy. So right. speaking of collaboration, we spoke a lot about SAP. We spoke a lot about consulting and pre-sales, but now I would like to spill some tea. So Steve, what is it like working and collaborating with your brother? How was it being the first mover, you know, coming in as an intern, then the academy? What did you love about SAP's culture that you wanted to bring Mark along? So interestingly enough, let me, let me break down a little bit of my story mm-hmm. that got me here to SAP. So I was in college and Mark was already working for one of our partners at the time. And the only thing I knew more so about this technology space was the consulting side. He traveled all the time and told me how he was literally helping p- customers change the way that they run their business for the better. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that. And um, what ended up happening is Mark was like, hey, look, I focus on SAP. They have such a great product. I think you should try to work for them, right? Mm. And we can kind of like feed off of each other. So I applied for an internship at SAP, got the role, um, went through and got hired on to the pre-sales academy. And I was telling him, you know, how it was actually internally, like what the culture is like how we focus a lot on our customers, but we also focus a lot on the internal customers, SAP employees, and just how I love the atmosphere and environment. And for, I don't know, three years, I've been trying to uh, (laughs) convince him to come join us. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, he took the leap of faith and I'll let him speak for himself, but I think he understands the greatness, the joy that working for SAP, what we bring, not only that it brings to me, but I know that we bring out to our customers. So it's it's a pleasure to be here with, with my brother. To, to be able to say that my brother works at SAP. Now there's one more of us mm-hmm. and you know we want him to join as well. Yes. But uh, to be able to say that my brother that referred me to SAP right. now works at SAP, it's amazing. Now, Steve, it makes me smile because it's like I had gotten it backwards. Mark got you in, into SAP. And the image that's coming in my mind right now is a Mobius strip, an infinity sign, or the whole the age-old chicken and egg who came first. <laughs> so, Mark, you were the one who told uh, Steve about SAP, learning more about the ecosystem. And Steve joined. And that also goes on to show how big the SAP ecosystem is. So, 
Mark, how does Steve's experiences at SAP impact your decision to finally come on board? Uh, I mean, every call ended with, so when are you going to join? When are you going to join? <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I followed his, his journey since he was an intern. And um, when he actually accepted a full-time position, I remember us celebrating, you know, we're kind of in the same industry. We might one day work together on the same customer or something. And, and just the thought of that was super exciting, you know, because we're only all a year apart. Um, from oldest to youngest. And so we're, we're extremely close. And that's always been a kind of goal or vision of ours is to be able to kind of take the industry by surprise, if you would say. And uh, you could just tell the excitement in his voice uh, from, from when he was uh, out in California with the academy, uh, finding his way, navigating, taking on different internal initiatives. Uh, the type of relationships that he was gaining, the the, the mentorship, the, the leadership, all those things, I, I could just tell that it was really resonating with him. And he was excited about working at SAP. Um, so I would also say that he was uh, my secret source, you know, on making me, you know, really profound, knowledgeable in SAP. There's been several instances where, you know, I, something new was introduced as a question from the client. I ping my brother, he plugs me in with somebody at SAP. We have a mm-hmm. five minute conversation. I then take that information and I go to the client and I explain to them, this is the direction. This is the, the proposal that we have. And this is where we need to move forward. You know, and although I get all the, the, the kudos and celebration <laughs> in the back end, I'm always thinking my brother and his fellow colleagues, you know, that give me that time as a partner to be able to service the customer. You know, so that type of collaboration, you can't you can't buy that type of uh, stuff. And and eventually uh, last year or I guess this year we were in kind of discussion and this role is it's the role of a lifetime. That's what everyone tells me. So um, I got to meet uh, a lot of a lot of folks from SAP and and the rest is history. I'm very excited to be here. And we are very excited to have you here as well. That is the beauty of the ecosystem, the network. We have our business network, but we also at SAP, our our own ecosystem network is just so big. That's one of the most fascinating things I like about working at SAP myself as well. And you mentioned the amount of investment that Steve and I got to have being a part of the academy, the mentorship, the leadership, and that goes on to create you as a professional. We have customers in 26 industries, in all lines of business, and are we supposed to be proficient at everything? Maybe you can do that, or you can also rely on your network as well. And that's one of the wonderful aspects of working at SAP. So with that said, Mark and Steve, it was wonderful having you here at SAP Experts Podcast. Now, this is the time for you guys to plug in anything you would like to plug in or just to share anything else you would like to share. So Mark, go ahead. Yes, one plug-in that I have, uh, in October, I will be, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of a fundraiser for the National Scoliosis, um, Multiple Scoliosis Disease. It's, uh, they, they have a society, they, they do a bike event in all the major cities across the United States. And I'm fortunate to participate here in Arizona. I've already exceeded my initial goal of 500. I think I'm at six. 95. And now I want to double down and go for a thousand because it's such a great cause. And by doing so, I'm going to commit to riding 157 miles uh, in two days. 
So uh, if you guys wow. have the opportunity, check my LinkedIn. I would love your support. Uh, follow the story. Um, there should be a post on there with a link with access to donate. It's a wonderful cause. It's hashtag bike MS. Thank you in advance for your donations if you have the opportunity to donate. Thank you. That sounds like a wonderful cause. And I will be dropping the links both to the charity as well as your LinkedIn below this episode. What about you, Steve? What would you like to share? For me, I just want to talk about um, a product that we're rolling out in September. It's our Process Insights, which is a part of the BPI suite. So there's three key components when you think about BPI. Process Insights, Signavio, and process improvement, uh, process automation. So with Process Insights, we're rolling out a functionality that gives our customers the ability to be able to monitor their processes within SAP in real time. So I'm really excited about that. And there's some more information that's coming out regarding uh, the Process Insights piece. So just connect with me on LinkedIn, I'll be posting information regarding it and stay in touch. Well, definitely, Steve. I will be watching very, very closely uh, to the rollout. And I'm very excited to see what's next. With that, thank you so much, Phyla siblings, for joining us at (laughs) SAP Experts Podcast. It was a pleasure. And I can't wait to do a part two when the third Phyla's brother joins. And who knows what he'll take on. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in on this week's SAP Experts Podcast. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. Join the conversation.